0: Thank you. I'm in Shanghai and I'm in Edinburgh and yeah. now we're all separated. <laughs> so what a better day to talk about loneliness than today where we are all around the world. I think after graduation and starting work it's a different type of people you meet and the relationships that you develop. So today we'll be talking about a common emotion everyone at least once in their life has had. The emotion of loneliness. Are we alone or are we lonely? Do I lack love or just attention from people? Here are some of the questions we'll be discussing throughout the episode. So let the discussion begin.
1: Lovely introduction, Han. Thank you for that intro. But let's just start off going around and ask ourselves what stages of loneliness are we in right now?
2: Cindy, do you want to begin? Sure. I would say my stage of loneliness is listening to sad songs alone in my room. <laughs> That's very lonely. Yeah. Lonely. I am so lonely. Yeah. Why? Because recently Angela has just left Shanghai, which means that I'm alone in the city. And now I think you know it's been like two weeks, so I'm okay. But when Angela just left, that the following three days, it was mm-hmm. it just suddenly hit me that I'm alone in the city I don't have anyone to just contact at any minute to arrange you know like a meeting or meet up it was kind of hard to come around with this fact the point where I've just started to divert all my attention from what used to be on Angela and my other friends who also have left the time I would spend on that I diverted that attention and love to my fellow colleagues (laughs) so (laughs) funny thing was on the weekends I would start bothering them too whereas before I wouldn't So I think that is a symptom of me being lonely and trying to cope with a change that happened around me. So yes, that
0: is my lonely state. What about you guys? I think my loneliness stage has kind of matured because as soon as I left Shanghai after graduating to work in Singapore, I have missed you guys. And it's been hard. Just kidding. (laughs) But like I've adjusted to it and I'm kind of enjoying my alone time these days. So I'm at the mature stage where it's kind of fun to be alone and out here just like Mm -hmm. riding solo and it's kind of a time for me to see what I like and what I enjoy instead of relying that from other people. So it's been free and to be honest, I have a friend here. So it's not like I'm alone alone in Singapore. So it's like a nice mix of having a friend and being experimental toll with yourself, so... Angela?
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like you guys are the perfect end of the spectrum for me. So you have Cindy, <laughs> who's like lonely. And then you have Ha, who's like, yeah, I'm content with loneliness at this point in my life. And then I'm just in the middle of like, yes, I'm traveling. I'm already outside of China. I'm seeing a lot of people without masks. I have more freedom. But to do this all by yourself feels extremely lonely for an extroverted person like me <laughs> who needs... Mm. Who thrives on like companionship. I need someone to give me energy. <laughs> like so, you know, I can give an outlet for my energy and to contain everything by myself. It's it feels extremely deprecating. But anyway, when I was traveling to Vienna and Budapest and like all the foods that I want to eat, all the restaurants that I want to go to, not only do I have to see other people in pairs of two in these restaurants, but like I can only try one food. And even if let's say oh, I try delicious, and it's very sad, but let's say I try to do delicious food, right? I wanted to tell somebody about it. I want to be like, damn, mm. this food is delicious, but I have nobody to tell to. So
0: it just feels extremely lonely.
1: And let's say I'm walking, right? I'm walking, I'm seeing these beautiful architectural buildings. I'm like, whoa, that's some beautiful buildings. I can only <laughs> say it to myself. There's nobody to share this moment with. So yeah, extremely lonely at that end. Actually like coming here I'm in Edinburgh right now and I'm at a homestay and luckily my homestay auntie she's very talkative as well so I don't feel as lonely as before because I have someone to talk to but during my solo trip Mm -hmm. Budapest Vienna because I was all by myself I just felt extremely lonely missing guys I just wish that like some point in our lives we can just and soon (laughs) we can meet in one destination and live
0: live there Mm -hmm. together (laughs) it's Angela's dream of moving to Korea
1: well, it doesn't have to be Korea. It could be New York. Even though right now I hate New York. But like, if you guys are there, I will go there. <laughs> we'll mm. make
2: it
0: fun <laughs> for you. Yeah.
2: And now being separated, I think a part of us just feel like, you know, it doesn't really matter where we are. Just As long as we're all together. It's like you find home in people, if you can mm-hmm. say. And that's, yes. I think that is something. I mean, I feel like we always knew a part of this in our heart. But now that suddenly things change around us, it's like you're trying to navigate this new change. And then you realize, oh my God, it's so lonely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to deal with this all on your own.
1: I really like what you said, deja vu moment. Like two days when I stayed here, me and my homestay auntie was talking about it and she was like, yeah, it's the people that make where you live fun and makes it like a home. Mm-hmm. And I could definitely agree with her. Even now thinking about going to Portugal by myself, his plan is for me to go to Portugal to really settle there. I only know my boss is there, but mm-hmm. I don't know anybody else. In my head, it's like, yeah, I'm going there and I want to go there but part of me is just like well I really like it there and Mm -hmm. if it really is the case that people makes it home every country that I'm going to I will feel this loneliness unless there is somebody I know in that country
2: I mean hearing that it's like it sounds so depressing but that has led me to think about this might be the reason why people actually look for partners because I have to be honest (laughs) ever since Angela left I'm like oh my god like I mean it's great like I always you know very supportive of course if any Friend of mine wants to go somewhere to explore somewhere new, wants to go on a new adventure. Of course, you can be supportive, but I feel like a part of you want them to stay. You just want like things to slow down. It's always great when the change is on you, it's not those around you. And it's at that point where you feel like maybe that's why people will look for partners so that as a partner, you know, you're in a relationship, both of you really care about each other to the point where if ever I make a decision or if he makes a decision or they make a decision, depending on your preference, it's like you would always always trying to find a way around it you know and that's something I don't think a at least I wouldn't force a friend to have to make that kind of decision like change your life decisions based on my decision like I wouldn't force that on that but with a partner maybe that's different and at least during this time that's what I feel from being lonely and now I'm like come find me partner please I need you I want you to appear I've had enough of people changing making their own decisions I also want somebody else to like adapt their life choices around my decisions that'd be great (laughs) but basically like ah in this loneliness you see why people want these relationships why people get married and all that
1: I definitely agree with your point Cindy because I have a friend who is getting out of her relationship not soon but like she currently lives with her ex-boyfriend and their lease ends at the end of next month and we were talking about how been living with her now current ex-boyfriend for a year now when the lease ends they will need to go their own separate ways imagine being with someone 24 seven for a year and to suddenly go like to be by yourself. Mm. It's a complete different change. And what she was telling me is that I won't have anybody to be like, Oh, what do you want for dinner? You know, picking me up from work. And that's right. the thing with a partner, you can do that. I'm scared. Can you come pick me up and they'll have to oblige because he's <laughs> your boyfriend. She's like, you know, these perks, I guess, or benefits of having a partner, they will be all gone. And that will feel extremely lonely. And she said it feels like you're on your own. You are completely on your own in every mm. single aspect and decisions that you have to make without having another person to go along the ride with you or share some of the burden with you. And again, like you can share your burdens to your friends, but like if they're far away, like what can they do but to listen, you know, basically yeah. you are there by yourself. And sidetrack. I open Bumble Friends and then I had to turn it off because yes, I feel lonely, but the other half of it is you open Bumble Friends, right? You have to start initiating and start making conversations. And that's also just very (laughs) energy-sucking.
2: yeah that was also another thing i was gonna point out like at least you know with a partner or in a relationship that person is with you well in theory for life Mm -hmm. but like me adapting now without angela in the city without other friends in the city it's like you have to find you have to create new relationships you have to go and start over again and sure like that has happened to me you know throughout life we always have to make new friends but part of you just not ready for it you know you're like oh why do i have to do this again Just this stage right now where you're moving from saying goodbye to someone and then starting fresh. It's just this moment you feel really, really lonely in between. Yeah. Really difficult.
0: I was thinking, felt like I never seriously thought about it. To be honest, I feel like I'm still young for love. I feel like partner is like a commitment and it feels I need to put out my time for you and you need to put out your time for me. But I don't know after thinking about it sometimes i'm like do i actually feel lonely or like do i actually want attention or do i want like emotion of love you know Mm -hmm. i think that still confuses me so if i meet a new person is this a feeling of friendship or is this a feeling of attraction that i'm getting so i'm still like confused Mm -hmm. about distinguishing these two for me, like partner, like Angela said as well, it's just another social network that I have to do and it costs energy. And I have to go through that to get a partner. So it's like this loop of starting over again, I'm seeing if I like them, seeing if they like me. I don't know. I think it's a hassle, but I sometimes do crave it. Like, I sometimes mm-hmm. feel like, oh, what if I had someone right next to me and I could just call? That'd be nice. <laughs> I'm really not sure. I'm still confused about this feeling of love.
2: Well, I have to say it is much more dangerous to be lonely and looking for a partner or searching for love because that is more likely going to be attention. But, you know, surprisingly, Angela and I had a conversation and we thought, who is going to be more likely to get married first? And both of us actually picked you.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, the thing is, my conclusion to this was all based on various factors, you know? Oh, let's hear them. (laughs) Yeah. The factors are, one, Han goes to church. She has a community, which Mm. means she gets to meet a lot of people every Sunday. Second, she also goes to Bible group studies. So that also, you might meet new people, well, new members. Because I've been to Bible studies before in New York, and I really felt like if I had gone more, if it wasn't for COVID, I would have gotten to know more of the members in the Bible. Bible study group and that could have built like you know some guys in there like that could have built into genuine relationship who knows also hi has a friend there her friend goes to university her friend could make a lot of other friends and then could be like Han, do you want to join this event at my university or this like party that one of my university friends is hosting do you want to come so she has various opportunities Mm -hmm. it's a matter of like if she takes it or she just needs to reach out for an opportunity just kind of like fishes. I imagine like, <laughs> I'm, or like imagine she has so many choices. Like she's going to a buffet. You have so many cuisines and she's able to like choose. Whereas mm-hmm. me, there's no buffet. I go to a buffet and there's like empty plates, empty dishes. And I just have to wait for a cook to show up.
0: <laughs> what is this
2: now? Um, bring it back. Basically, you believe that Han has more exposure to yes. you know, opportunities to meet with someone new and meet with a potential guy who's yes gonna (laughs) like her
0: (laughs) thank you for simplifying it that's basically where my brain was going (laughs) To actually answer some of Angela's factors, I think it really depends on the chance. I mean, having the exposure might increase the chance, but it legit, it really matters if I take it or not or if I see it or not, because I might be just oblivious (laughs) and just not recognize what people are doing. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Well, then how about you? Who do you think will give first? So I
0: thought, okay, I can't pinpoint like who's going to go first and who's going to go second but I can see how you guys would meet a person so I'll start off with Angela I can see you meet your partner through a friend so you would build this relationship through friendship first and then you would recognize that you have another feeling for him and then you'd be like, oh my God, I'm in love. He's in love. We're in love. We're getting married. That'll be the best. The oh. best way to approach Angela is friendship, guys. Because- mm. I agree. But the thing is like, if
1: you're a guy, because I'm really, I don't know, I'm really shy with guys. If I find you attractive, I'm really, really shy and you can tell I'm shy because my face will turn into a red tomato. So I'm just really counting on you guys going out and making guy friends for me. i <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, I have a friend who's single. And I think you guys are really I'll click. i be the best wing woman for you.
1: Yes, you're my wing womans. <laughs> wing womans. <laughs> wing womans.
2: Oh. Okay. How lucky you have two people. Wow.
0: <laughs> okay. So we'll be on to Cindy. Cindy, I feel like I would see you as someone who actually has the highest chance of someone approaching you for, like, because they know that they're in love with you, Tamika. I don't know maybe it's because you're an open person to talk so like I know even in university okay from my point of view like you were easy to talk to so I feel like no one would have difficulties approaching you so as soon as someone kind of knows that they have a feeling for you I feel like they would just run up to you and be like hey want to grab lunch or something so it wouldn't be like a build-up of friendship like Angela it'd be more of like spontaneous like oh this girl's kind of interesting let's grab lunch together and and then find out that oh wow she's you know and then develop a love and then you guys
2: love then, i'm right. sorry when you say like develop love but it's like <laughs> potions or
1: or allergic you to love? You
2: know, the word love oh yeah. but yeah i mean that'd be great come on come in <laughs> for
0: more people her, come, come talk to just me
2: just... <laughs> i'm very approachable <laughs> and then i'll be like huh oh sure and don't even know what's going on until we're like there eating food (laughs) i'm like oh i get it yeah
0: yeah that's one thing for a cindy like you won't know that you're in love so i feel like someone like a friend near you would have to say oh you're meeting up with that person a lot do you actually like him and then you would kind of reconsider your feelings and you'd be like oh dang i do like him so i feel like someone Mm -hmm. kind of indicated that you know that's my thoughts
1: My question is because for me, I need the other person to initiate first. Mm. So for you guys, if you know you like somebody, would you initiate or you wait for the other person to come to you first?
2: So I always thought I would be someone who would not say anything, just wait for them to initiate. But then high school taught me something different. I had this one classmate who kept asking me for prom. And at first I was like, oh, first guy who ever asked me, of course, I'm going to say yes, because it's a respect. But then like in the last year, the most important prom, like he asked me again, but I really don't like him. You know, like I like someone else. And at that moment, like critical moment, somehow I had the courage to actually ask that person, would you go to prom with me? So I think that just taught me like, oh, I'm someone who's able to take the initiative when I really, really feel that I like this person. I I need to tell them because then I'm gonna like lose out for myself, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't like that feeling. Like I don't wanna regret. So yeah, I think I will confess, even though it's really embarrassing. It's gonna be really mm-hmm. hard. It's gonna take me months, maybe. <laughs> it's not gonna be that easy, but I know I I'll eventually do it, like before it's too late. Well what I feel is too late.
0: I guess for me, I feel like I've never actually met a person that I was passionate about to go up to them. I know this might sound sad, but I think I'm okay with being in love with someone from afar. I don't know it's kind of like I, mm. I could initiate and I could be like showing my interest but at the end if it doesn't work out I feel like I'm okay with just watching them find their own love and being satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he found. Someone.
2: No second Aww. lead syndrome don't
0: do yeah, that. Yes, you have the second lead syndrome. We all have the main lead, Sydney and I it's like i'm okay so no i never thought about confessing someone i don't think i've ever felt passionately about someone but Mm. i consider if i come across as someone that i really like
2: i guess a part of like not confessing is also being scared you might have a fear that this might scare them you know mm-hmm. scare them away mm-hmm. to like leave you or that kind of relationship that friendship you had would just disappear because of the awkwardness so probably it's that afterwards you might have that feeling of the emptiness of someone leaving
1: mm, yeah loneliness will be even more
2: extreme maybe that's why all three of us have not yet just began this journey because of that's the fact true that- that's true because i mean if we really cared about finding a partner we would have actually downloaded like dating apps and made mm-hmm. that attempt to go out and meet but until now like this is all what we feel we're gonna do but have we really taken initiative on this not yet yeah and no. i guess that's part of it that fear and making yourself feel more lonely than you already are yeah
1: exactly <laughs> by
2: myself. (laughs) I guess in general it's just loneliness is something that we constantly need to face but at the same time we're not prepared for and in my case at least I really just don't like that feeling of like people are able to move on but you can't even though you're really used to this whole changing because life change always happens but it's moments like this that I sometimes have that feeling where I just don't know how to deal with it and Mm. that's the loneliness I can't handle
1: and so the loneliness that I gonna handle, it's related to love, finding like a partner. You invested so much time and everything. And then suddenly, if one is to break up due to various reasons, that is also like an extreme loneliness. Someone you spend time with twenty four seven and then suddenly poof out of your life. Thankfully, I haven't experienced this. But I also relate this to a really good friendship.
0: Right now I have a friend that's in Singapore. So I'm not completely alone, alone. So I feel the importance of that person being in the same country, at least being there where I can just contact whenever I want and they can just answer me. Also for me, like when I left Shanghai after graduating, I felt like everyone was feeling this, oh, let's move on kind of vibe and Mm -hmm. kind of expecting to be lonely or be alone for a while since we're moving out and we're moving to a new environment. So I felt like I'm not alone in feeling lonely so I think that was a better transition for me and having a friend here go through that transition with me. And to be honest, I think time heals. Whenever you are alone or you feel lonely, as time goes by, you do meet people. You do build relationships and it will heal you and you will find people that you can connect with.
1: I definitely need to take that advice for Han. Because like Cindy mentions about emptiness of someone leaving. But let me flip around and be like the emptiness of the lever. Me. <laughs> I think leaving a place that you build a friendship with, you feel comfortable. And that I feel like comfortability is built through time. And I spent two years in Shanghai to build that comfortability, to build my comfortable bird nest and to leave is just half exciting and half just terrifying. So that balance between terrifying and exciting somewhere in between is a big circle of the feeling of emptiness. So I feel like with these two emotions conflicting with each other constantly, the emptiness grows bigger unless some other factor comes in and decreases that gap. Okay, so to recap today's episode, we talked a bunch about this feeling of loneliness that we are adapting to at various stages in our life. But we also took a mini dive on the idea of having a partner and how that relates to feeling loneliness or to erase the feeling of loneliness. And hopefully this episode will shine some light on those who are also feeling the same way as we do. Because in various stages of your life, this feeling of loneliness, I believe, can come and go. This episode is to say that it's okay to feel loneliness and that loneliness may go with time. Thank you guys for tuning in today's episode all by myself. Get it. We kept it simple, efficient, and straight to the point. And if you haven't, please subscribe, like, and leave a rating for Banana Corn. And recommend this to all your family and friends. And follow us on Instagram, Banana Corn BD. And come back and join us on our next episode. This is us.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.